welcome to the wonderful world of pragmatic psychology. I'm your host, Susanna Mittermeier, and we are going to explore how your difference is the gift that our world requires. Welcome, everyone, to this episode of Pragmatic Psychology, Be the Peacock. This is Susanna Mittermeier, and today... I have the absolute honors of being joined by Miss Shannon O'Hara. Hi, Shannon. Hello, Susanna and everybody. <laughs> so guys, Shannon, she's so much. She's like a lady of miracles and such a huge inspiration to people worldwide with everything she does. And it's like Shannon from an early age, she's always been different. And it's like... This lady has so many talents. I don't even know where to start with. She knows so much about art, about bodies, about creating wealth. She's the founder of Talk to the Entities. She's a lead facilitator of access consciousness. She's someone who dives into new adventures every day and discovers what else is possible. So I am thrilled to have you with us, Shannon. Thank you so much for that. I love that lead in. Thank you so much. I'm flattered and grateful <laughs> and grateful. I love the, the thing I liked the most was Lady of Miracles. I was like, oh yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. I never would have thought of it like that, but thank you for pointing that out. <laughs> it's so true. And you know, this this willingness of yours to just dive into possibilities undefined and just, you know, the vulnerability of going, oh, okay, so what else can I change here? What else can I choose? It's such a gift to the world. It's such an inspiration to people because, you know, we've learned to be perfect or we've learned that we have to be perfect or should be perfect in some way. And nobody is anyways. And this, this, you know, this pressure from this reality of I have to be someone or this is I have to find out who I should be. So I'm okay for other people. It's just insane. Yeah. Well, the, I would say the difference between what I'm doing and that looking to be perfect or find out what you should be is I would actually say that I'm looking to be, I'm not looking for what I should be. I'm looking for all of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory. <laughs> so those miracles are like a byproduct of ease, joy and glory. Cause I'm not really trying to create a miracle, but what has to happen to have my life be actually ease in every area and joyful, which in and of itself is like a minor miracle and glory, which is the exuberant expression and abundance of life and living. I have to surpass a lot of limitations that people really impose on themselves. And I just don't like being unhappy and having pain and feeling limited. So I just do something different. <laughs> I love that part. I just do something different. That. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sitting here. Actually, my tears are running on my cheeks. I don't know why. But it's just like this, this relaxation, this relief that this is actually possible. This is what we can be. <laughs> yeah. And that's the, I mean, it's such an interesting thing that this is actually possible. That statement like, wow, is that possible? And I mean, one of the primary mantras, I would say like fundamental questions of access consciousness is like the question, like what else is possible? <laughs> and oh my God, the amount of times I've come to conclusions and tried to find the right answer and be right, I guess, that perfect thing you were mentioning earlier. Mm -hmm. And I would be functioning from that. And my dad or another facilitator would go, 
you would just simply be like, yeah, but what else is possible? <laughs> just that question would get me to change my point of view and go, oh, wait a sec. Right. Yeah. What else is possible? And that's how everything becomes possible. And I love, like, it's so simple guys. And, 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 you know, like what we say is one thing, but what, what is beyond the words is a whole universe of, of possibilities, a whole space of, yeah, what else is possible? And I love the introduction because it's so, it's so different than what we've been handed. And this is like, for me lately, it's been so full on in my face of, okay, this is what's been handed to us as this is real. This is reality. This is how you're supposed to function, expecting, controlling, projecting, judging. And then, and then somehow we are like, most of us know that what you just talked about, Shannon, that space, that ease is possible. And it's like, I don't know how it is for you, but it's for me, it's like more than ever on this buffet of, hey, where are you going with this and what else could you choose? Well, that question, I mean, even just asking a question of yourself or being willing for somebody else to ask you a question and to absorb it, like, what are you choosing? Where would you like to go? I mean, just that in its simplicity, which doesn't even really sound like rocket science. That's not like revolutionary to ask yourself, like, what am I choosing? Where do I really want to go with this? However, it is so revolutionary for so many people in their lives because they're not asking themselves questions. They're judging, projecting, expecting, and trying to control everything, including themselves, especially themselves, into what they think they should, expectation. And one of the things that you could be, shall we, shall we wade into the controversial, profound, and fathomless depths of control? You know, because you, when you invited me to come on, I was like, oh, cool, what are we going to talk about? I thought we, you definitely want to talk about entities because pragmatic psychology and entities can have such a huge impact on mental health and psychological behavior. And, and you said control. And I thought, Ooh, that's a, That's even a more challenging. And isn't it funny that I've gotten to this point in my life where talking about ghosts is infinitely easier than talking about control. You know, it's like <laughs> both have a huge impact on our lives, entities and control. Um, I've been having really an interesting uh, wake up to control and like a way for many years, right? I've been an entrepreneur, growing my own business, running my own company, working with, working with people, et cetera, et cetera. And I'd come to these thresholds or places of difficulty or like just needing something to change, to do different, you know, as all growing organisms do. And I'd go to my dad for advice, you know, be like, this is occurring, this is occurring, this is occurring. He says, be less controlling. That was his, that was the sum total of his advice. Be less controlling. And I'm like, wow, that's so the exact opposite of what I thought you were just gonna, you know, thought you were gonna give me a way to deal with this and a way to deal with that. And he said it enough times to me, he said, be less controlling. And I mean he would say this to he said this to me repeatedly over years. So I've watched how the then I'd have to then I mean I would have to go, oh, am I being controlling? It didn't even occur to me yeah. that I was being controlling. And when he'd say it, I would go, oh. And so instead of trying to handle everything more, you know, and be more controlling about everything, I'd go the exact opposite direction and let go of control and just let people do what they're going to do. And watching that work itself out enough times, I started to learn how being less controlling was actually effective for the growth that I was looking for in my business, which is opposite to what most people are actually taught or believe. And it sort of speaks a lot to that all of life comes through the easy joy and glory thing because controlling everyone and everything is actually really hard. 
Totally. Wow. This is such a huge one because me too, recently I realized, you know, wow, I had no idea how much control I'm still doing. And, yeah. and it like, and that's the yeah. thing that you just said. Um, you don't even realize that because it's so normal. You just do it. We, I mean, control is a very socially acceptable behavior. Yeah. Not controlling is very weird. You're crazy for allowing, you know, that flow, that ease, that receiving. I would even say I would look, I would look for my, I, and I'll say, I'll use this example in relationship to my father, but I would say that I've looked for this in other relationships too, where I would go to him actually looking for him to control me better, but he wouldn't. Wow. And yeah. then I would be completely confused about what I was supposed to be or what I was supposed to do or how I was supposed to relate to him. Because it's super easy to relate to people based on their expectations, which is a form of control, of who you should be. But when they don't have any expectations or projections of who you should be, then it's like pretty open. Yeah. <laughs> it's like choose. Uh, yeah, but don't, I mean, you're not going to tell me what to choose and what's right. No, yeah. just choose. What? Yeah. Do you not yeah. care? Do you not care? Yeah. Exactly. We think that control equals caring for people. Yeah. And I think we're taught that from a very young age because oh. we're controlled so dynamically oh. as little people. Rightly so. I mean, I'm not <laughs> trying to like control shame any parents because I know that like how many of you people listening to this who are parents of children have to say no about 50,000 times <laughs> per day. You know, I, I, this is not about you're a bad parent if you're trying to control your child at all. Mm-hmm. However, what else is possible if you teach choice rather than control? And now when you say that, I get, what if we teach us to do choice rather than control? Yeah. So I, and I think the way we sort of got to this control topic as something to bring up and talk about today is like recently I had, I brought this up in a class we were both yeah. on. I was like, okay, I'm doing control in a way I can't even detect that I'm doing control. But what I was seeing, the way I got to the awareness of, okay, I'm being controlling, I didn't see, I actually couldn't even see how I was performing the control. Mm. But what I could see was the results of it. And I saw the results of it reoccurring. I'd seen it like five times with five different people. And now I was having it with the sixth person. And I went, okay, wait a second. I am the common denominator in all of these experiences. <laughs> what the heck? It, w- it would be so easy to blame it on them. It would have been so easy to be like, she's creating this by this choice she's making or this thing that she's doing. But I went, you know what? This is showing up in my life too much. And I had so much charge about it. That was like, you know when you have like, FYI, when there's a huge amount of energy on something for you or you can't stop thinking about it or yeah. like keeps pulling your attention to it. That's usually the universe's way of trying to bring you your, aware, your awareness to something you need to become more conscious about. Yeah. So I was in so much discomfort. Actually, I wanted to tell you something about being in discomfort. You, years ago, when you were still living in Sweden, I remember being over at your house one day and somebody asked you how you were doing. I was like in the kitchen and you guys were in the living room. Somebody asked you how you were doing and you said to them, you said, I'm very uncomfortable. And it was really interesting because you saying that with like the, just fully, you were judging yourself. You were just acknowledging like, I'm going through some big uncomfortable changes. And that was it. That was like the sum total of what you said. And it sort of like gave, I was like, oh yeah, it's totally okay to be uncomfortable. That's like part of life, you know? Yeah. So I wanted to thank you for that. It was like this thing that you contributed to me at one point. I'm sure you never even, I never mentioned it. So now I mentioned it again. 
Oh, thank you. That's so cool. Yeah. And, and it's this out of like this out of control and, and yeah, allowing that uncomfort, definitely. And with this control thing, holy moly, level of uncomfort. Wow. Where have you decided that you are crazy? Where have you been called insane in your life? Are you insane or are you just different? What if that difference can serve you in ways you have not yet explored? And what if that so-called insanity is actually the sanity that our world requires now? Welcome to three online calls on November 12th, 13th and 14th. Find out more at www.susannamittermeyer.com. What you said before, the controlling thing of you don't even detect it. It's so like the fabric of, I almost want to blame it on my neurology, even though it's totally <laughs> not that. Like my neurology would have been patterned by my choices or my repeated experience. But it's like, I couldn't tell what I was doing or being or saying because my actions actually don't look overtly controlling. And that's like the danger of a master is you could do, you can misuse energy in really undetectable ways, except the universe can always, you know, the way your life is showing up never lies. Yeah. You're, you could, you can hide things. You could pretend you can, you could say the right words and, you know, keep things hidden from others and yourself. But the way your life shows up is always the truth of what you're choosing and where you're functioning from. And And so I had to look at this and my husband and I was sitting there and I mean, I've talked, my dad has told me a million times, like you have a lot of expect, like I've been, my attention has been brought to what has been creating the difficulty a lot. And it's usually projections and expectations. But I didn't believe it at first. Like, no way. That can't be what this is because everyone projects and expects. But then when my husband sort of put another piece in place for me is he said, well, when you expect, they have to reject it. Ooh. And I was like, oh, right. So I'm now giving every, I'm giving this person, you know, through my behavior, through my Mm. actions, I'm basically contributing to there being a rejection, ultimately, not a possibility. Wow. This guy's, wow. Ah, Bing, 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 bing. It's like, when you expect, when you expect, you basically create rejection. Is this what you're saying? Yeah, it's one of those, like, physics of the universe. Mm. It's, like, there's all these, like, I would say they're, like, laws of consciousness or something. Like, expectation in and of itself leads to separation and rejection. Like, always. Period. Like, that's it. Like, expectation, like, never works. This is huge because it's, like, as you said, this is what we've been taught to. Like, expecting from your husband, expecting from your wife, expecting from your children, from your job, from your projects, from everything. You know, it's like, this is how people think they should create. Like, I have to expect, I have to have a goal or I have to, like, have some kind of projections of how the future should be in order to be able to create. And it doesn't work. Well, it works to create separation. So if you want to create more separation in your life, like, definitely keep doing that. But (laughs) it definitely has not been working for me. And so I started to look at that whenever I wanted to go into expectation about what somebody was doing and like an example of where I've been in expectation about somebody I've been working with is like, I expected that she wouldn't be crazy. Mm. 
Like that was my, not even like that she would do something a certain way, which is why it was difficult for me to detect the control because it wasn't, I was completely gave her carte blanche to do the job exactly her way, you know? Hmm. And, but what I was doing in the background was being like, don't be crazy. Don't go crazy. Don't be crazy. Don't be crazy. Don't go crazy. You know? <laughs> Which is an expectation, not allowance. What I'm working with now is when I notice I want to go into expectation, I have to be really aware, like really paying attention to how I'm thinking. Yeah. But even like the subtle layers below what I'm thinking, because there's so anyways. But you said, okay, so how do I change it? What you already said, one key, it's like, okay, be aware, be present, be like, yeah. detect the, the, the expectations and all the layers beyond it. Yeah, exactly. So I'm in the process now of like weeding my garden. Like I really am mm. putting in the energy and effort to be very vigilant about, okay, I'm being controlling, I'm doing expectation right now. And it's a lot. It's incredible how much that's in my universe, even When it comes to like, so tomorrow my husband and I are flying to Greece mm. and I have all these expectations of how I think the trip should go. Yeah. It should be like this. It should be like this. It should be easy. It shouldn't be stressful. Like I have yeah. all these expectations. So what I'm doing now to work on this is paying attention, number mm. one. And then number two, I realized that when I go into expectation, what I'm actually doing is rejecting mm. some awareness. Wow. The universe is constantly giving us information and we can then take action on that information. And so much of like, for example, um, oh gosh, it's just like all the expectations like I've had with my husband over the years, I've noticed has been like, because I didn't want to be aware of that he had a particular point of view, mm. like somewhere I knew that he would be functioning from something. And instead of me just receiving the information, wow. being like, huh, okay, so does that actually work here? I wonder if that's something he's aware of, like going into question, which is a form of action. I would just immediately reject the awareness and then expect that he be what I thought he should be. Oh, this is gold. I love this. This is so yeah. cool. So, okay. So instead of like rejecting, you could receive whatever that awareness is. Right. Which is huge. It's actually even kind of painful because sometimes you have to be aware of information yeah. and stuff that you don't want to know about. People. Yeah. That. Like receive everything, even the bits that you didn't want to know about people or a certain situation or about the future will create or not create. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Which is sort of in itself not effective because even if you don't want to be aware of it, it's ineffective to then expect and try to control it into something different. Like it just doesn't work. Yeah. So it's sort of easier to have the information, even if it's unpleasant or not what you want to be so. And then take action based on that information. Wow. So be aware of it, allow it, and then take action on that, on that information. Whatever information it is, something that's mm, wonderful or not wonderful. so big. Allowance. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's so big. Yeah. I am so excited about this new adventure. Like, me too. I'm like, I'm finding all these ways where I control and I'm like, I'm just on it. I'm just on it, on it, on it, on it. It's so funny that we're seeking to be less in control because for the majority of people in the world are doing the exact opposite. They're like, how do I even, how do I be even better at controlling everybody and everything? Oh, yes! And we're like, I gotta go the other way. But let's face it, like control is, I think, an old, I think it's like an old operating system. It doesn't actually achieve, well, I'll say this, will not achieve the kind of world I want to live in. Yeah. Exactly. Me too. And and both of us, like, and, and all of us being on this journey now, like we start to realize 
like th this is what works you know like talking about being pragmatic like this this is what works to to let yeah. go of control and the awareness you get and the presence you can be and the choices that show up the infinite choices the infinite possibilities you get a whole smorgasbord a whole buffet of yeah. <laughs> of everything delivered to you all the time <laughs> that you don't get when you're trying to control. And that's yeah. another huge thing I realized was me controlling was eliminating a lot of the gifts that the universe was offering me. A lot of gifts that the universe is offering me. Yeah. At. Wow. You know, like we started the show with the simplicity of asking what else is possible, embracing the ease, the joy and the glory. <laughs> Exactly. But that asking what else is possible is what allowed me to even get to the awareness of what control was doing to my life. Yeah. And I, I'm like, there's something, there's something with this simplicity that it's so fascinating that this is, it's there, it's on the buffet, it's for all of us to choose every single day. And yet there's all this other stuff that seems to be more valuable and more interesting and more entertaining Yeah, it's it, it's a super interesting. It's a it's an interesting question of like what is it you want to create in your life? Which, yeah. to be perfectly honest, it's like how many how many of you guys listening are asking yourselves that every day? Yeah. Not from a I need to get my life more right, but from a genuine question of like, okay, I'm alive. What now? <laughs> what do I really want to have? This? What do I really want to be? What can my life actually be like? And that's I mean, I'm so grateful to the tools that both of us have access to and for Gary Douglas for even just asking the question, like, well, if you could have or be or choose anything and you couldn't fail it, what would you choose? <sighs> you know, yeah. I was raised by with someone who was asking me that a lot. Like, well, what do you want to choose? Wow. I was like, Oh, I can choose my life. <laughs> and now I do. Wow. Such a huge gift. What would you like to see in the world? What else is possible? Wow. And just gonna one more time say this, this thing that you said about when something shows up again and again, and it doesn't leave your attention, like how the universe is showing you, Hey, have a look here, turn, like turn your awareness there. What is it? Ask questions. There is something it's, it's not that there's something wrong, but there's like a pointing, the universe is pointing you towards what else you could choose. Yeah. I mean, in fact, there's never anything wrong. In fact, what if everything that we think is wrong is actually the source point for something different to show up? But getting to that, getting through to what it will, what the difference is, I'm not going to underestimate how much of a challenge that can be. Like, I don't want to just be like, just, you know, just be different, everybody. Like, totally, like face the pain and like just like you know, be different. Like with this control thing, I mean, I felt like for several days, and this is where your I'm uncomfortable now statement that you said years and years ago, like really came in handy. I was so uncomfortable that I, I mean, I really was not enjoying myself. And I was like so uncomfortable that I, I couldn't figure out how to alleviate the discomfort I was in. And I went, and I remembered you going, I'm uncomfortable. And I went, okay. Thank you. Wow. And you know, uncomfort for me has started to become this foreplay to greater possibilities. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love that. Wow. That's powerful. <sighs> oh, I'm so grateful for you, Shannon. Holy camoli. 
Wow. Thank you for inviting me on, Susanna. Ah, and we're going to add to this show description everywhere you can find Miss Shannon and her amazingness and everything she's creating with everything, you know, bodies, entities, and her books that she wrote and the podcast she has and all these awesome things that she's creating. So you you can check her out and be inspired by her millions of amazing stuff that she's offering. Thank you so much Mm. for you. Thank you. Great, Susanna. Bye, everybody. Bye. How was the show for you? Are you inspired? Feel free to share this episode with anyone you think would appreciate it too. Thank you for the contribution you are to spreading possibilities around the world. For more information, visit my webpage, www.susannamittermeyer.com. Thank you.